Hi. Um, so I first went to a spiritual director in 2017. We took a sabbatical. It was my first experience of a spiritual director. And I didn't really know what it was. I thought maybe it was just a cheaper version of therapy. <laughs> um, and so I went to a lady called Debbie. Um, and it was actually one of the most profound experiences I've ever had. Um, I remember walking. She's part of a... Uh, she would meet in a reformed church, little office, Presbyterian church, little office, really sort of musty smelling, like it reminded me of my old Methodist church basement. And I remember going in there and my day called, my eyes were just like, oh, I could do a lot with this room. <laughs> I would be so distracted as I walked in. I would normally be late. I would be, I mean, it was just crazy time in our lives in terms of our kids' stage of lives. Um, and so I would always be a bit harassed as I arrived. And um, I would walk in and sit down and Debbie would be there just looking at me going, okay, let's pray. And she would just slow things down. It was just the most amazing permission to just stop everything else. And I remember she would just pray, and we would sit there, and I would slowly feel just my heart rate slowing down. I would feel myself being more present. Um, and then she would just say, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and it's been such a gift to me to have a space, a space where I can just stop, um, a space where I can just be with someone. I'm, her soul purpose for that hour was to listen to me, which was such a gift when you're in pastoral ministry, because you, you never have that. You never have that with anyone. There's always so much going on. You're always trying to be attentive to the Holy Spirit, to the person in front of you, to yourself, like, well, how much of this is my, you know, there's just so much going on in any interaction. And to have a person who is solely focused on hearing what you want to talk about is such a gift. So the major sort of scriptures which I think are helpful in terms of informing what spiritual direction is, is firstly Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, shall not want, he makes me lie down in green pastures, he leads me beside still waters, he restores my soul. It's a time for you to have your soul restored. Um, Romans 12, rejoice with those who rejoice and mourn with those who mourn. It's a time to do that. Matthew 11, come to me all who labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I'm gentle and lowly in heart, and you'll find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And that's hard to believe when you're in ministry. It's really hard to believe that the yoke is easy and the burden is light. And I found spiritual direction a place where that can be something I believe. Um, and so how can a spiritual director help you? It is not the same as therapy. It's a completely different therapy. The, the thing that is um, similar would be the fact that actually you're in the room with one person who's paid to listen to you. And that's probably where it ends. <laughs> um, Margaret Gunther says, it's the gift of hospitality. Spiritual direction. It's spiritual hospitality where you are just hosting someone. Um, and so as a spiritual director, 
I am always focusing on this person and how, if I'm in my home and I'm being hospitable to people, what I'm trying to do is make them feel comfortable. I want them to feel relaxed. I want them to feel welcome. I want them to be able to take their shoes off and put their feet up on my sofa. I want them to feel that level of ease. And so this is a spiritual hospitality where I'm trying to let people spiritually do that, to actually show me that their toenails are not painted, they didn't have a pedicure, um, that they can actually bear those parts of their, their souls that are not beautiful. And so one of the main things that you do when you're doing spiritual direction is your aim is very different because it's a spiritual aim more than a therapeutic aim. And so it's a, it's a time where I'm trying to help someone to attune to God's presence, to be attentive to God's presence in their life. Um, even in the room, um, and it's really just helping them increase their attentiveness to God, um, to see where he is working, where they've, they've not seen it, because we tend to expect God to work in spectacular ways or in good ways only, in not difficult ways, and not in the absences and the desolations of our life. Sometimes we can see those as the absence of God's presence, and a spiritual director is helpful in just helping us to see what God is doing in our lives. Um, it's a gift of undivided attention, as I said. Dallas Willard said, the first act of love is always the giving of attention. And so that's the gift you give to someone in spiritual direction, just attention for that hour. One of the major gifts of spiritual direction is empathy. And it's such an undervalued thing. And it's such a magical thing, empathy, because it's a moment where someone actually really tries to understand what you're feeling, to really get into your experience and really, really feel it with you. And it's a costly thing to do with people. Um, I've, I've realized that it is costly to do that, but it is one of the most amazing gifts you can give someone to really get into their experience. And you do that by asking a whole lot of questions. My spiritual director is amazing. She always, she'll, I'll walk in and she'll say, what do you want to talk about? And I start. Normally I'm a, all over the place. I'm not an ordered thinker. So it's just like this. And she, she often says to me, you don't, you don't need to be coherent. Just talk. And I'll just start talking. And she'll just be listening. And she'll pick up on emotions. I had one, one spiritual director who said to me, I was talking about um, the experience I was going through, and she said, you know, it was after about two sessions, she said, you know that quite often when you talk about yourself, you use the word ridiculous. And I was like, I do? She said, yeah. Most times when you talk about something, you say, oh, that's ridiculous, or oh, that was, I was ridiculous. Or, and she was like, what is that? And she just listened enough to hear that there was this underlying thing in my life where I just thought, oh, Whatever I thought or felt was ridiculous, and she took the time to dig deeper. So it's a, it's a practice of what um, Margaret Ginther calls holy listening. So you, you're listening for those sort of things. You, while, you, while your spiritual director is with you, he or she will be listening for those sort of things. Just, Lord, what do you want to highlight? What are the, the things behind what this person's saying? Um, and so it's an incredible gift. It's, it's quite spirit-led in the sense, and in that way, you have permission that you wouldn't have in a more clinical setting 
to be unashamedly spirit-led. Um, so, the, I mean, the Holy Spirit is just welcome in a, by both parties. I mean, a person approaching you for spiritual direction is coming to you for spiritual direction. They're not coming to you for therapy. So there's a, there's a level of permission and um, spaciousness in the space that's, that's really fun. <laughs> I've found it a lot of fun. Um, and so it's a, in spiritual direction circles, they often say that actually you're not the spiritual director, the Holy Spirit is. Um, and so it's really a, a time where you, the directee or client, and the Holy Spirit, the three of you are trying to find your way. Um, and the focus is apprenticeship to Jesus. So it's an incredible thing. Dallas Willard says there is no problem in human life that apprenticeship to Jesus cannot solve. And so that's the fundamental approach in terms of um, spiritual direction is I am trying to help this person to apprentice to Jesus. And so it's different to therapy. First of all, because it's, as I said, it's not just a cheaper version of therapy. It's not centered around a problem or an issue or a pathology. So generally, it, it centers around a person's longings for God. Um, and so it's a different focus. Um, generally, it's not, I'm not trying to give them skills um, to overcome. I don't have the, the training that a Michelle would have to be able to give them modality. I don't have that. What I do have is I can help you to slow down and to be able to attune to God. Um, and then it's less intensive. So therapy would be, you know, quite often with therapy, you are seeing someone at least once a week, sometimes multiple times a week. Spiritual direction is once a month. It's a lot less intensive. Um, there isn't as much of a dependent relationship as you would have on a therapist. And then it would be different to pastoring or coaching. Um, it's not just a less robust, a like more friendly <laughs> way of pastoring. <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> um, it's less about guidance and it's more about companionship. Um, and so, you know, Benno actually says that it's, spiritual direction is really a spiritual friendship or a sacred companion. So you just, you're companioning someone as they apprentice Jesus. Um, and the church should actually just do this. But somehow we've got into the, the sort of habit of coming to church and pretending like we've got our lives together and then struggling through the week and then solving our guilt issues and enough to be able to come to church. And actually, ideally, God would want us all to be doing this for each other. But the fact is there's a, there's a bit of a famine of that right now. So now we pay people to do this for us. <laughs> um, but the, the real... The real thing is you want a sacred companion who's on a journey with you. And that's what a spiritual director does. Spiritual friendship, Benna says, is not primarily a matter of doing certain things. Often it's precisely the opposite of doing. It's a gift of not doing, not interrupting, not attempting to solve problems, not prematurely or inappropriately advising, not assuming that what has worked for us will work for others, Stated positively, spiritual direction is a gift of hospitality, presence, and dialogue. So you're not so much directing the discussion. Um, well, you're more directing the discussion than the content. So the person is bringing the content, and you're offering more suggestions than advice. So what does it look like when you have a spiritual direction? What is it? I mean, 
what does a spiritual direction session look like? So it's not a fixed program. Um, normally what happens when I arrive is, or if someone arrives, we'll open with prayer. So right from the get-go, you're just you're setting the tone. Like this is, we are slowing down in God's presence together to see what he wants to do today. Um, and so there's this moment of prayer, quietening your spirit, stilling your soul, um, so that we're able to actually attune to God's presence, to just, you know, depart from the busyness of a day and actually quieten ourselves. And for the majority of the session, the directee, I never know what to call them, directee, client, will just be sharing their experiences of their life, concerns, concerns about their relationship with God, where they might be feeling stuck in their relationship with God, where they might be feeling alone, where they might feel there's, you know, the old sort of desert fathers would talk about consolations and desolations. So areas where they're feeling the consolation of God or areas where they're feeling the desolation, both of those are appropriate to talk about in a spiritual direction session where people are saying, I feel God's absence in this. I feel alone. I feel this dark night of the soul or else I'm feeling God's consolation in this season. Um, And so all of those are the kind of things you would be talking about. And my role in that is really just to ask clarifying questions, as I said, digging a little deeper. One of the greatest skills I've learned in this is I realized that when I was normally in pastoral settings, I would be satisfied to identify what a person felt. So I would almost feel like, oh, that's the destination. Okay, they're feeling this. And then I would jump to solution. Um, And it's been quite a discipline just actually staying with the feeling long enough to empathize. And that requires asking questions about how does that feel for you? What does it look like when that happens? Tell me what it... Tell me what it brings up. What does it remind you of? Are there other situations when you feel the same way? And um, so I'm actually forcing them to stay longer in the realm of their feelings so that they can dig a little deeper and see what's underneath. Um, And so it's a really patient time where you're trying to empathize. I'm trying to get into their feelings. I want them to know that I'm with them. I'm on this journey with them. Um, And so there's a lot of empathy and clarifying questions. And then there's there's a lot of trying to discern where God's presence is. Um, And then before the end of the session, normally I'll, or my director, will suggest some kind of stuff I can do in between. Um, So there would be some resources they may offer, something I can be doing in my devotional life, um, just my own solitude and soul care in my life, they'll normally be really helpful in terms of giving you very, and this is where they'll refer to quite a lot of the stuff that the old desert fathers would do in terms of solitude, um, sabbatical, um, memorizing scripture, ways of reading scripture that are just bring it alive in an emotional way. So like Alan's book, you know, praying through the Psalms, those kind of things where you're interacting with scripture, not purely at an intellectual or um, you know, you actually a cerebral, cere- how do you say it? Cerebral level, but actually that your your emotions and your heart are being infused in scripture and it's your your life experience are interacting and interplaying and it's, it's an exhilarating thing. So it will be meditation, journaling, things like that, Lectio Divina, those kind of things where you actually are giving people tools for their life to be able to find the easy 
yoke, the light burden. Um, and then often, I mean, the, you can't underestimate the prayer piece in spiritual direction. It's one of the most amazing, the, one of the greatest gifts, Alan will talk about his spiritual director, if you ever, is this gift of a spiritual director who knows how you feel and almost advocates for you in their prayer. It's the most wonderful feeling to be sitting there and hear someone pray your feelings to God. And just that sense of being known and having a friend who's representing your cause to God is just a very intimate, very, it's a, and that's why for me spiritual direction is such a privilege because to be allowed into those depths of someone's soul, the spiritual depths, the, the pain, the joy, the anguish, the loneliness, um, those sort of things, and to be able to at the end say, God, my friend feels this. Can you please meet them in that? It's such a gift. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. So what do you talk about? You normally just talk about what is bothering you. So just, it is, I've got one girl in particular who, it's been amazing. She's actually, I'll tell you one story and then I'll take some questions. Um, there's this girl, my first um, client directee, who I never knew at all. So most of the people I've been seeing are people I know in some form. And I got referred to this, this girl got referred to me by a friend. So she's Norwegian, she's a missionary, she was home in Norway on a sabbatical. And we got connected, and it's just on Zoom, and I'm just thinking, I'm terrible on Zoom. I'm just like, God, this is going to be awful. So anyway, we, ridiculous. <laughs> and as I'm preparing, I'm praying, just like, Lord, I don't know, so I'm just, jotting down some questions. I know nothing. I only know that she wants to walk with God more closely, which is not a lot to go on. So I, I'm going through like my resources and I see this thing on dreams, feel the Holy Spirit just go, just write this down. This might be helpful. I don't even know if I thought it that clearly. Anyway, write down the sort of help with like how to deal with dreams. And we start the session and she's just delightful. She's grown up Lutheran. She's got this hunger for the Holy Spirit, but she doesn't know. She's like, I don't know. I mean, I just I love the word of God. I, don't, I can't see God. I want him so desperately. I can't see him working in my life. I can't see any evidence of the Holy Spirit in my life. I don't, I don't even know what to look for. So we talk and we talk. We're just chatting. She's talking, and I'm asking more about her longings, where she sees um, the absence. And, and so we get, she mentions dreams, and it is the most amazing thing. So I say, tell me about your dreams. So she's telling me about these dreams. And it's like Michelle was saying, you know, when you're the listener, it's just got God all over it. She starts telling me about these dreams of this, this lover who is trying to draw her in. Like he's pursuing her at every turn. And he's like, I'm just like, can you see? Like he's... He's circumventing your Lutheran brain and he's just going, forget about what you think. I'm breaking in while you sleep and I'm reaching out to you. And she's just weeping. I mean, I was just like, God, thank you. It's completely you. It wasn't me. It's not my skills. I don't have a doctorate or a master's. All I have is you, Holy Spirit. And you told me to look at the dreams thing. We managed to wade through her dreams and figure out what God was saying. And she's now seeing God working all over her life. And so it's very different to pastoral care in the sense that, 
And please don't think it's better than pastoral care because there are times when people need a pastor just to be able to help them find the way forward, stop doing some unhelpful things and do some helpful things. <laughs> and it's just a grace and a most and therapy is incredible because there are some things that actually just need a lot more study. <laughs> but spiritual direction in this, as Michelle was saying, within its frame is a wonderful, wonderful gift. And so, yeah, any questions? <laughs>